There we go. Hey, folks, this is Craig, the Natural Medic. And once again, we are being joined by... Howdy, y'all. It's Mark Wilcox from Camping Forge. Old Mark, we are sitting in this very same place, what, eight months ago? Yeah. It's November now. We were here in April, early April of, of this year. It seems like it was like a year ago. <laughs> but we're here out again on the same trail out here on Lake Texoma on the Texas side. We're on the Cross Timbers Trail, which is a, I guess the whole trail is 15 miles long. But I think most people do the section that we did which you start at Cedar Bayou, just outside of Gordonville, Texas, which if you don't know where that is, it's close to Sherman, Texas. And if you don't know where that is, it's about 90 minutes, almost due north of Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, which is smack dab in the center of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Probably the closest true backpacking trail to the DFW Metroplex. And... We decided we were going to do another special edition podcast, kind of like we did when we were here before. And Mark has this handy-dandy set of cards that has lovely questions on it (laughs) that we're going to, we're going to read them so you, the audience, can hear them. And we will, we will answer. I will give my answer and he will give his answer. Then we move on to the next one, just to keep it interesting. It is a nice night out here tonight. We've got a fire going, so we're sitting around the fire. We've got a, not quite a full moon, but it's three-quarters waxing moon up above us, clear skies. Did get some big thunderstorms and stuff come through the area just last night, oddly enough, and yet now it's nice and calm and quite a bit cooler. So needless to say, that kind of sets the scene for us. Let's get started on some questions. So what's the first question, Mark? What's your favorite what's your favorite camping or backpacking trip memory for this year? Okay, my favorite backpacking trip for this year. I really think I got to go to I got to go to Santa Fe with my mom. My mom wanted to go to Santa Fe and I told her I said I'll take you to Santa Fe if you'll let me squeeze a backpacking trip in. And so I was able to go up into the Sangre de Cristo Mountains, which is just to the east of Santa Fe, New Mexico. And Santa Fe itself is already at 7,000-something feet. But I drove up to the Santa Fe Ski Basin and then hiked in. I thought it was going to be a lot shorter, but it still worked out okay. I went to Lake Catherine, which starts with a K instead of the Lake Catherine that starts with a C. This is in Arkansas. Totally different animal. This Lake Catherine is the highest alpine lake in New Mexico, and it's located at 11,600 feet approximately, just below Santa Fe Baldy, which is the highest peak I did not make it up on Santa Fe Baldy just yet. Maybe next time. I believe Santa Fe Baldy is around 12,600. It's actually towering above Lake Catherine. And fishing hike, but a fun hike, or backpacking trip, rather. But it was basically something I'd never done before. I've done several trips in Arkansas, several trips in Texas and the area, but I've not done any, until then, backpacking trips in New Mexico. And so that was a different thing to go to an alpine area, much higher than I normally would go. So that's my trip. What about you, Mark? Mine's also a mountain trip, not uh, as high as you, but that would have been Big Bend National Park. I did 26 miles through there and really enjoyed that. And such a something you don't think of what <laughs> Texas has, but it's our definitely the best. And also, I would say a Big Bend is the best winter backpacking destination in the country because can't go there in the summer. 
but during the winter, it's weather's nice and perfect time to go hiking. Very cool. Yeah, Big Bend is definitely, if, if you're out there listening on the podcast, definitely look up Big Bend National Park. It is difficult to get to, but there's not even really, I guess the closest airport would be like, what, El Paso? Midland. Okay, Midland. Yeah, Midland, which is still several hours away. It's a very remote area of the nation, not only Texas, but the nation. There's not a whole lot going on out there. But it's a very large national park right on our border with Mexico. And a lot of diverse terrain there, a lot of really neat hiking areas and backpacking areas. So definitely check that one out. Okay. What's the next question? So if you're hiking and you're backpacking and you're listening to music, <laughs> what is your favorite song to listen to? Oh, wow. That's a tough one. I have a list from Amazon Music that I downloaded. So I'll have music on the trail because a lot of times... When you're out in the wilderness, you don't have cell phone service, so you can't stream music, so you have to download some tracks. And I've got a bunch of different ones on there from different eras, and I think maybe my go-to song a lot of times is from the Ramones. It's called I Want to Be Sedated because backpacking is fun, but sometimes you're just like you're halfway through your goal for the day trying to get to wherever your your campsite or your trail junction or whatever your next goal is and you're kind of like wow if i can just get here i will be, i will be so much better and but until you get there you're man just let me keep plugging ahead and so that kind of that song gets me over the hump a lot of times and gets me to where i need to go what about you mark i'm gonna go guns and roses paradise city <laughs> yes yes Great one. Great choice. Great choice. All right. What about our next question? All right. Next question is, what's a trail you haven't done yet, but you would really like to do? Okay. Why don't you go first on that one, Mark? I, don't, I think it's actually one we, we almost did this year. That's going to be the Foothills Trail. We had thought about going out there and just unfortunate scheduling didn't work out this year, but hopefully it'll work out in 2023. We'll be able to get out there. And if you're not familiar, with it, it's not yet part of the Appalachian Trail, but a lot of people consider it a like a sort of practice warm-up trail. And some people even think because there's so many waterfalls on it that it's prettier than anything on the AT. I hate to copy you, but I would say that's pretty top on my list. I actually downloaded that guide from far out a couple of months ago. There's a friend of mine that lives in North Carolina. She was talking about it. And I don't know if she's hiked on it or not. I haven't talked to her in a while. But yeah, it's definitely a good practice run for the eight. And the length of it is 76 miles. It is, it offers a wide abundance of scenery for that short little jaunt through the, I guess it's the Blue Ridge Mountains, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Right there on the uh, South Carolina, North Carolina border. And I'd probably, I would probably throw in, there's another trail that I discovered that's actually right here by us. It's called the Northeast Texas Trail. You don't know about that one? Oh, okay. Yeah, the Northeast Texas Trail, actually, it ends over here just a little. I live in Greenville, Texas now, and just a little bit to my west on 380 is a little town called Farmersville. The western terminus of the Northeast Texas Trail is in Farmersville, Texas, and the eastern terminus is in Texarkana, Texas, or nearby. So it's 130 miles long. It is a rail-to-trail conversion. It is the, currently the longest trail in the state of Texas, and it is designed for hiking, and you can camp along it. They're working on getting it adopted as a state park. I don't know how likely they're going to have that happen in the next few legislative sessions, but we'll 
keep our fingers crossed. So that's one I can at least section hike <laughs> because it's close by. It doesn't go actually through my town of Greenville, but it goes to the north in some towns that are to the north of Greenville and then, of course, into Farmersville and then further east towards the Texas-Arkansas border. Okay, what's our next question? All right, this one's kind of, this our last one is silly, but what's something you think you should know how to do at our age? If both Craig and I are the same age or just shy of 50. And so- Hey, what, speak for yourself. Oh, that's right. I think, wait, are you older than me? I can't remember now. No, I'm younger than you. You're, that's right, you're younger than me, I think. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Craig. I aged you. It's I, okay. I'll be 48 in April. That's right. You're younger than me. That's right. So I'll be, yeah, I'll, 2023, I'm going to turn 50. But I'll, all right. So as I've embarrassed myself enough already, even here I'm at 50, I still suck at tying my shoes, which is all <laughs> when you're backpacking, you're always got your heel. And I say that because, yeah, twice they had to stop and re-tie my laces. And I get really annoyed when I have to take them off to do like a water crossing or something. And so... And already not already I'm sitting by the campfire in my campfire crocs. So I'm already not happy. I have to go put my shirt boots on <laughs> in the morning, but it terrain is definitely too rough to just try and hoof it out of here and anything but my boots. Yeah, that's a tough one. And actually do pretty good tying my shoes because I'm wearing my Salomon cross trek or cro- whatever they're called. Cross something. But they have a basically a cinch on them, so you just pull that and then slide a little toggle. <laughs> And then tuck that into the tongue. And that's how that's what's tying my shoes for me. It's for backpacking. It's pretty easy. I don't have to worry about my laces coming untied on these shoes. Now, if I wear some different shoes, that could be a different story. I'm not going to say tying my shoes is my thing I need to learn. I would say, let's see. I think I would say, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good question because it's making me think here. Making me dig really deep. Added in post. What's that? Is it added in post? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I don't really know. I don't really know the answer to that. I think I'm pretty good at everything. <laughs> Just kidding, folks. Just kidding. There's always room for improvement no matter what you do, no matter what skill you think you are really good at. There's always room, of course, for improvement. But it is a quickly approaching what we call hiker midnight, which is usually around 9 p.m. or so. It is currently 8.26 when we're recording this. So in just a moment, we're going to be signing off and hope you're enjoying this. If you are, there is an email on my podcast page. You can send me an email and let me know how you're enjoying the podcast. I'll put some contact information for Mark's media that he puts out, YouTube blog, all that kind of good stuff. So you can contact him as well. But uh, we uh, we enjoy doing these. These are fun. Hope you're having a great evening or day or afternoon wherever you're listening to this whenever you're listening to this in the future and uh, we will see you on the trail bye for now